Welcome to the Salt Circle Podcast. My name is Hank. With me today is Ben. We're doubling down, baby! Yeah. It's happening we were, we were this close to doing a movie so commentary. Close. So close. It was... There were no technical issues. Well, there were some minor technical issues, but we actually cleared those up. It was all and then. But what if we just yelled about magic, though? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's not our fault that a lot of magic-related things happened between the last episode and this one. Who are we to hold off the we, content, you know? We are but the arbiters. I already cracked the beer, though, so that's opinions. hot. That, like, the beer is yeah. hot. <laughs> That'll be the title of the episode. Ben cracked a beer. <laughs> so magic, though. Yeah, man. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about first? <clears throat> There's a lot to unpack. So, um... I mean, let's let's see if we can think of what. So there's obviously the the new cards. Uh, how do you pronounce the set name, by the way? Eldrain. Eldrain. Throat. So yeah. we have not only our first spoilers, but um, I I think this was a surprise to everyone, right? The brawl event in arena. I I don't think that was like eased, was it? It was a surprise to me. Yeah, they might have said something, but I was definitely surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, and like, my time zone is all fucked up, so, like, yeah. suddenly it was there at, like, yeah. 8 so, p.m. Suddenly, <laughs> you can play Brawl, they were like, you can play Brawl in Arena Light right now, and I'm like, oh. And then it's like, and it's pre-cons. And it's the Brawl pre-cons. Like, oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, So that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the other thing is still historic, maybe. I, I forget. Honestly, I forget what we talked about on the last episode, but there's there's probably some more stuff there to unpack a little. Um, I think those are the the two big ones. I mean, the the huge one is Eldrain and the Brawl event. Um, I thought I thought you were gonna say the huge one is Theros. <laughs> I mean, that's like the massive one that everybody should just know, regardless of whether or not they play magic. Like, I should be able to walk down the street in Russia and be like, Zdrasti. And they'll be like, did you hear Theros is coming? <laughs> I mean, I've had strong suspicions Theros oh, was coming, but now yeah. we have. I mean... The temple reprints. The, actually, the biggest one is the uh, the little enchantment boy that that they cost one less, and he has like blatant Theros artwork on his card. Like, mm -hmm. come on. Well, there's and there's there's also and there's all the stuff in Throne of Eldraine that's like artifacts or enchantments. Mm -hmm. They're like they're building it in so that those cards work with both things. Yeah, no matter your. Whatever you're feeling, or in case I don't know, in case all the artifacts in this in standard are bad, like they <laughs> have been. I mean, okay, so 
for me, that's a good transition to the uh, to the brawl event. Um, the first deck that I that I tried out was the knight deck. Mm -hmm. I think it's trash, but the fact that there was a way to use the colossal hammer is amazing. Yeah, being able to yeah. equip that shit for zero felt good. I mean, there's a modern deck built around that. <laughs> really. Is it, yeah. like, is it viable? It's been doing stuff. It's definitely 5-0'd in MTGO League. Which is, like, the test for if this, is this deck playable. Yeah. Mostly. Okay. I don't know, people, have been people have also been messing with it in... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People have been messing with it. Just, uh, Saffron Olive did a video on it at some point and played it on... Modern Super League. Gotcha. So, it's uh... Not, like, top tier, but it's it's a thing. For Brawl, what was your... You you said uh, that you gravitated towards Bant, if I remember right? Yeah. And that is yeah. the... Let me see if I remember all of it right. It's a little... A little five-drop Bant boy. Um, I think... Is it two, four? They're all he's a, he's five a little, drops. Uh, Night Guy is six. Night Boy is six. Is he? Yeah. Because it was real annoying having to get to six to cast him each game. <laughs> um, mm, fair enough. Yeah, and he, the, yeah. the band guy is whenever you cast a creature, you put a, you may put a land card onto the battlefield from your hand. Well, first you draw a card. You draw a card, right? Then right, you right, may right. put. I I was thinking that that was it, but when I but when I read him like earlier, I sw yeah. I must have missed that because I was like double checking and okay, yeah, it's, no, it's like dumb. it's like the Thrasios thing, except they did it in a less wordy way. Yeah, and it's it functionally is slightly different, but it's that it's that thing of your. You're drawing a card and ra and ramping if there's land. If what you're getting is land. Mm -hmm. Which is just, like, nuts. It's like, drawing a card is pretty good. You didn't need to make drawing a card better, but okay. <laughs> and, um, and then for, uh, I guess maybe mid or late game shenanigans, uh, you can, what is it, pay three and tap him to return a creature? Or is it just pay three? Yes. Pay three and tap? You pay three, you tap him, mm -hmm. you return a creature you control to your owner's hand. Yes. And then you can cast it and draw a card. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's really good with uh, Spectral Sailor. Yep. It's one mana flash. Then you could just tap four and draw a card. Yeah. Ramp. How'd you... Pretty fun. How would how do you say your your win rate was? Like, were you doing well with him, or do you feel like you got crushed an equal amount of times? Um, struggle. I lost some times when, like, if other decks had really good fast starts, mm -hmm. you I would lose. But if I if I got to establish, it felt I felt pretty good. Yeah, it didn't take too long to get to get there. But I wasn't like I wasn't unbeatable either. So. Mm -hmm. I definitely lost. Yeah. But I also did think I got to, like, cast Parhelion 2 a couple times. Nice. I had that dropped on me. Where I'm just... <laughs> it's like... 
Here. Here's... What is it? 13 power attacking you? <laughs> yeah. It's like... Can you deal with that? Um, uh, the, the times it felt bad was like... I have... All these high cost drops that don't impact the board... And aren't that big. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of can't deal with stuff. Which was kind of the my problem with all the decks. Like, one of the reasons I liked that deck the best is just because it had f friggin' Time Wipe in it. Mm. Like, it had an actual Wrath effect. Yeah. Which I feel like that's what I, I definitely won. Were the games I had Time Wipe. Yeah, I was... As I mentioned, I I gravitated to the night deck first. I think, yeah. as far as themes, I mean the night go, deck was spicy. Yeah, that was I really like it. I was like, what deck do I want to be good? The night deck. Yes. What deck do I actually think is good? <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent, dude. The night deck just, I I played a fair amount with it, maybe at least eight games, not more. I think I won like once or twice it's yeah. it was i just it, every other deck can actually do things like people hit turn five they cat generally cast their commander and instantly started getting value i hit turn five yeah. and i can't cast my commander and i have some big guys on the field but like the Jun deck has the thing that whenever a creature enters, you can fight something. Okay, well, my mm -hmm. shit's dead, because without my commander, I'm not putting my hammer on anything. It's It just it didn't have enough interaction. So I ended up, I, yeah. I ended up finishing off everything with the Jun deck, which was amazing. Like, that's what I, that's the shit I like. <laughs> yeah. I think my yeah. highlight... Night deck... I it really bugs me that it has single combat instead of an actual board wipe. Because mm -hmm. your one creature just isn't going to be as good as one of the other decks' one creature. Yeah. <laughs> your creatures just are generally not that good. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the highlight of my whole experience with Brawl was when someone turned their golden egg into a 4-4. Four -four, and... Mm -hmm. It turns out that's a permanent effect, so they just fucking rolled over me with an egg for the whole <laughs> game, and I lost. Like, I couldn't do shit. Yeah. Rough times. Pretty good. It would, yeah. I, I couldn't even be mad at that one. So... Yeah, fucking thorn... When, when somebody gets a thorn mammoth on you, it's kind of... That's the fighty boy. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's rough. It's like, oh, whenever they play a creature, and when it comes into play, oh, yeah. I'm just done. Yep. Yeah, I mean, even, like, worst case scenario with it. Maybe you hit two things and it dies because you did it on the same turn, but like, mm -hmm. like it's probably worth it. <laughs> yeah. My only thing is that I mean, bake into a pie is a 
Bacon to a pie is fucking amazing. Like, in terms of flavor, literally, and art. It's And also, there's Taste of Death. Taste of Death is so good. All the... They're making making good use of the food theme. Yep. Oh, absolutely. F- food. I, I should bring back wood tokens. People are just. I love how sub. I think I think some of them are legitimately upset that like the wording on cards is sometimes like, create two food tokens, sacrifice two foods. And people mm-hmm. just don't like it. <laughs> Some people are real upset by it. Yeah. They've done things with the wording in Magic to make it easy, like to shorten things and make it easier for digital formats. That So I'm reading some of these cards and it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, like Golden Goose just feels weird. What's the, the, the way what's the words the, are? How's, how's that one worded? Uh, I have to bring it up now. <laughs> no. I mean, please. Okay. Like. Golden Goose MTG was giving me shoes. Garbage. Um, so it's... It's, ta- it's the thing of tap, sacrifice a food, colon, add one mana of any color. I don't know. There's just something. It's like not that bad. Yeah. I'm like overstating it. But doesn't sit well. Yeah. I don't know. I missed the mana pool. <laughs> Add one man of any color to your mana pool. The old wording. So I think my favorite things so far I'm, I'm checking to see if there's like any anything else that i've missed that i would possibly like better oh uh frogify is a great fucking name uh-huh. by the way frogify pretty good um I'm, I'm excited to put that in my frog deck <laughs> the uh the land tournament grounds is really cool i fucking love that as a land uh, for anyone not mm-hmm. in the know, it, uh, Tournament Grounds, it's a land. It taps for a colorless, or it taps for red, white, or black, if you spend that mana to cast a knight or equipment spell. That shit is dope. I'm down for, yeah. for some nice tribal shit. Which, like, clearly they're pushing, and who knows if it'll be good, but... Yeah. You know, like... I'm always down for uncommon lands that are actually good. Mm-hmm. Give them to me all the time. I'm also excited, like, for by Witch's Cottage. Just another, oh, like yeah. I'm always stoked when they make lands that are basic land types that are also do something. Mm-hmm. People were saying like, which is, I don't yeah, know. It is the weird thing of like it's just kind of. I guess that it's like it's specifically for mono black decks. So yeah, what were people were? I think maybe um, 
over maybe it's not overhype. I guess if you're already doing like mono black stuff, but I think some people were maybe getting a little too deep into it thinking that it was going to like mm -hmm. warp decks using black. Like I don't think that's the case. No. Cuz uh, also putting something on top of your library mm -hmm. is not that powerful. Like, that's way weaker than drawing a card. I mean, it's even weaker particularly when, you're... when you're doing it, particularly when you're not, like, end of turning it or something. Yeah. That you're doing um, it during your main phase. I don't know. Or if you're me, and you would put it on top of your library, and then forget about it immediately, and then crack a <laughs> fetch. Makes the card really bad. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man, you just need that card in your deck somewhere. You don't need it right now. But you might need <laughs> you it just, later. You just want it somewhere. Yeah, I'm like... Overall, so far, I'm pretty fucking excited. Um, the... the it, It's alt, alternate art, right? On like the... Um, what are they calling them? The story cards? Or the storybook cards or something? This, yeah, the storybook cards. I think that's... The, I don't know. I don't remember what they're called. The ones that have a book But I know what you're talking about. You yeah. said, yes, you said storybook, and, and I immediately <laughs> knew what cards you were talking about. Yeah. Um, that art is looking fucking great. Uh, that frame is just The frame is looking really good. Like, Although, it does have the issue of, I look at that card, I don't actually know how that mechanic works. It's a so, bit confusing, yeah. It's like... Well, you, it's because you can cast the the spell part and then cast the creature later yeah it just like exiles it into a castable state mm -hmm. which is just weird and it doesn't none of those cards i that i've seen like make sense of that mechanic to me it does like, it not feels yeah in arena it's very it doesn't there's no the the indicators are not good enough like well it's also just like in terms of how the cards function i don't understand like, I don't see the purpose of having these two sides. I mean, you, you cast one, like, and like, you cast the other, right? Compared to... Well, yeah, but I, what's... Like, I'm so I'm returning a creature from my graveyard to your hand, and then later I'm casting a 2-2 two -two that flyer that can't block? Like... Yes. It, it's, it's weird. Or I'm, I'm casting seven mana for three bears... And then later, I'm casting a 1-2. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I mean, it's just, like, extra value, right? I guess. Yeah. Like, But I, there's no like synergy it. in any of the cards I've I mean, I've not so seen, far. Which is, I get, like, and it's, it's just trying to be flavor. It's not really trying to be mechanical synergy. Yeah. I guess. Look, the important part is that we got alt art of uh, Order of Midnight that has Seb McKinnon. So, justify. I mean, Seb McKinnon, Seb McKinnon out of 10. <laughs> Pretty you could much. buy those $20 booster packs and maybe get one of those. <laughs> the collector's booster packs. Fuck. Collector's nonsense. 
Haven't you always wanted to pay $20 for one booster pack, though? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. Generally. <laughs> Please. What if magic cards were just... You could just spend more on them. I mean, Arena killed Paper Magic for me, so... <laughs> like, unless it's a booster pack of... Art-sized cards, like I wonder I if they'll. I wonder if wall. they'll do collectors packs in Arena, or you get like, it comes with uh, theme like the skins for them. I mean, isn't that kind of what the skin packs already are? When you classify them in that area. Yeah, but you're just buying. You're not buying a random. Selection. Oh, okay. You're so you're saying like, you pretty, so you're saying a true booster pack of maybe you'll get something pretty. Okay, yeah. I got you. Maybe you'll get a skin for a card you own. <laughs> they would get my money. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna do that. No, no, there's no way. I think they're just gonna they're just gonna be totally willing to sell you those skins, but. I am happy that they put the um, they put the guild stuff back. Yeah, they said that that's like their their plan is bringing some of that stuff back piecemeal, so that like when they first put it out, it, they'll bundle stuff, and then later they mm. might bring pe parts of it back for people to get. Yeah, and the fact that like I was I'm thinking about if I'm gonna actually get one one of those sleeves yeah now that they're not like terribly expensive not, you don't have to buy all the other they're still pretty expensive yeah but you don't get the useless shit i i want useless. one i just don't know which one um i like that yeah, the i think i'm good i think i'm i'm leaning towards is it yeah but the is... other the other one i just really like is boros but i think i think is it is more pretty good the one i like the most when i'm really looking at it Boros i mean is, it's nice and clean but selesnia it's pretty good yeah i mean that's yes that's the one that makes the most sense for you i think yes yeah in terms of shocking what into it's a tree it's ben a tree. loves it i mean gruel is also tempting though because it's a violent tree sort of not really, like, sim symbol-wise, but, like, that's their shtick. I mean, they're a tree, yeah, but they're angry. It, it's, an ang <laughs> it's a skull. Yeah. I don't know. I'll probably wait. What if there's something better added with Eldraine? I mean, I already bought pre-ordered the Eldraine, <laughs> so I actually have access to the gingerbread sleeve oh, already. fuck. Seriously? So that kind of tampers... Yeah. So that kind of tampers... The need to have any other sleeve, right? How much is fifty dollars in rubles? <laughs> I've already looked this a up. Billion it auto filled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that's not bad. Uh, Might do that up when payday comes around. Um. Yeah, no, the gingerbread skin is real good. I that it's just so dumb. It's unbelievably dumb. I do like for the for the avatars, you can now pay gold. That feels good. Oh. I didn't even know that was a thing. 
Yeah, I didn't see that. And it's not bad. Like three thousand is not bad at all. That's like three days of play generally. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not bad. Maybe I'll get one of those with ghouly golds. Yeah. I don't even know who I'd get. Like, I want Vraska, but I want Pirate Vraska. Mmm. I'm still kind of... That, that's something we could you maybe... You don't want Tristani? I mean, I do want Tristani. Like, come on. Of course I or want Tristani. Aurelia? Not, a, not Aurelia. Why would I want Aurelia? I don't know. Does she look not like a, Aurelia? Does she? Does she got branches? <laughs> I don't see any no. branches there. Look Fair at enough. Tristani. Tristani is a branch. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. None of these are Karn. <laughs> so that's true. I like how the Vanifar one looks. Vanifar. I think that was the one I was... Oh, yeah. Vanifar is pretty good. Tempted by. Yeah. Kaya is real good. Kaya? Kaya? Maybe I'll... Kaya? Kaya. Kaya. Yeah. That's not my favorite Kaya art. But... No. Um, another big thing that happened is uh, Garrick's back. Yes, I mean, that was... That's another thing that was, like, clearly gonna happen. Because they were, like, notable, like... Yeah, he's not in War of the Spark because we're doing a thing with him. Mm-hmm. Someone on Reddit had a really good prediction about it, though. Like... Mm -hmm. They... Maybe not necessarily that it was... Like, if it was obvious that he was in the set, but, like, they predicted the exact card number that he would be. Based on, like... <laughs> we had all of, like, two spoilers, and one of them was, uh, whatever the main Planeswalker dude is, the shirtless guy. And, um... He's like, well, based on what we know about how the cards are ordered, it has to be either this thing or this thing, and what are the odds that they make it this thing? And, like... I don't know, 12 other reasons mm -hmm. that are mathematical, almost, and it's Garrick. Yeah. <laughs> and mm -hmm. now it is. I mean, that makes makes sense. They're pretty standard about, like, how many Planeswalkers they have and yeah. you know, how they number their sets. It's just reading. He was reading the patterns. Mm-hmm. Also, and the Garrick thing was just, like, if you if you knew anything about Garrick. Yeah. Magic. You knew he was coming back. They were gonna do a thing. Did you watch the trailer? The cinematic? I watched not all of it. I I know, like, I, I saw the last thing I remember is, like, Garrick smashing through and, like, the little gingerbread couple hiding behind a pot. Yeah, man. I mean, I, but you didn't, like, do they make you didn't it? Get, you didn't you didn't get to the best part. That sounds so, right. Again, like, they're running, then they, they run to the edge, where there's, like, you know, a pot of boiling 
sauce or something. And then I don't remember. I think Garrick that like a pot of milk smashes yeah. and knocks them over the edge. And then they're hanging on for dear life. And the uh, I think the dude, the, like the girl, is caught on, and the dude's hanging. And then she like flings him up. So then he's on. He's standing up and trying to pull her up. And then Garrick smashes, like cuts off his hand so she falls oh my god and then he's he's all sad and then Garrick uh, eats the gingerbread man <laughs> oh, and then it shows yeah. the uh, that the uh, the gingerbread girl survived and she, then she gets she becomes very angry oh and like my the last god. shot is her like that's what the uh, the the sleeve is based on is her like okay. with a, with a with a utensil, and she like jumps at Garrick, and then it cuts. Jesus, <laughs> she's fucking actually attacking him. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> that's so good. New planeswalker <laughs> when. I just love it because it's it's standard magic being really silly in a way they just dude. They hear me. They kind of stopped doing years ago. What do you? What if we get a fucking hot soup reprint? Mm. So good. Still the best story in Magic. <laughs> Although, yeah, I guess it makes sense. I did hear that the Mark Rosewater's bosses, who were very anti-squirrel, are all gone. He has outlived all the. One of the reasons people above him magic were like squirrels are too silly for standard magic, but those people are all gone now. <laughs> and so the Apparently. golden age begins. <laughs> and so the golden age begins. The possibility for elves in black border magic. God bless. <laughs> or yeah, squirrels. I mean, no. yeah, I, I, it's I just know what you meant. It, it's just weird that like someone was like, "No, squirrels can only be in silver bordered sets. They're too silly." What? I mean, they are kind I mean, that's of, part of it. and that's also like why in why in like onslaught all the all the squirrels are edgelord squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> Squirrely like, boys. Whatever that squirrel behemoth has like threshold plus seven plus seven. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mean. They're angry squirrels. I don't know. The flavor of the set is just so fun because it's just very different. Yeah. It's And I it's... like their I like their although their their takes are pretty edgelord <laughs> on all this stuff. In in what way? Like seem fine to he, me. Here's Goldilocks. She's a oh, yeah. human with an axe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like <laughs> it's kind of fitting for me, though. I think, like, because you know, fairy tales have that weird thing where, like, they're cutesy and and whimsical, but also they're like dark as fuck, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it fits well. Yeah. And I mean, magic is about violence and war, so 
it makes it makes sense yeah. to uh, play up that stuff. I don't know. It's it's just like their version of Goldilocks is. It's like the. It's the quintessential for me. I don't know. So I do have a, a question. Yeah, sure. There sure. is a thing. It's it's in the main client, and it, it like popped up when I was playing earlier today. It said something about renewal rewards. Yeah. What's that about? They said it in the state of the beta. I didn't watch that. <laughs> I well, it wasn't. I don't even know if it was in the video. It was in the the article. Uh, which I can't find now. Classic. I know we're getting like a bunch of. You get a bunch of cards. Uh, you get here. Here it is. Okay. Ten rare cards, ICRs. Okay. And also, also, I think if you're renewing, like if you've been playing, you get Eldrain Set Mastery boost. Like, you get to start at level 25. Okay. Maybe. I don't with renewal or you get more stuff maybe maybe that's that it maybe just get more stuff. That sound that that one sounds more correct. <laughs> like, like you get without renewal rewards, or maybe they just give you like the first twenty five levels of it without buying it or something. I don't know. Because hmm. you get like an extra two packs. Of Eldrain, four other packs, and then four uncommon ICRs, it looks like, is what you get out of the. Gotcha. On top of the, the 12 packs and the two mastery orbs for the thing standardly. And then also, they're doing, um, in the lead up to it, they're doing events that are going to give you basically uh, they're the, an XP dump. Like, oh, you yeah, get 200 the, XP for every two consecutive wins. Yeah, the wins, two so consecutive wins. You can max out your mastery. So if you haven't maxed out your mastery pass, you can grind it out. Just gonna roll into play with my mono blue deck. Pray mm. hard. <laughs> yeah. I like that they have to... They're just the reiterating of no collection resets, because technically, and I, I actually get why they're doing that because the last time they reset was when rotation happened. It was like their cheat. Yeah, for dealing with it was with rotation comes all your all your stuff resets, which is uh, no longer acceptable. Also, with Throne of Eldraine, though. Technically, Magic Arena is actually coming out. Oh, is it there? Is it the 1.0 release? Mm-hmm. Nice. They are, they're ending it as being a beta. Which is kind of... I mean, it's both 
make sense to me because, like, I mean, the game people are, a lot of people are playing it. It's it it exists as it is, but also like they don't even have player drafting in yet. <laughs> mm. I mean, still player, a lot of stuff. I mean, like they obviously they're not gonna stop working on it. But yeah, I mean, a friends list would be nice. Yeah, they don't even have friends lists. They did the bare minimum for for playing with friends, which is, I mean, good. Like you, you can play with your friends; it's functional. But there's still a lot they could do that I kind of expected them to do before they would say it's released. Mm-hmm. The thing I don't understand is, okay, I know there's just this weird thing of like, I know people on Reddit were very mad about there not being a historic rank queue, Mm -hmm. but they talk about the, there is a historic rank queue, it's just not, they didn't guarantee it for, as being around all the time at first. Yeah. Because they're like, we're doing historic rank queue for four weeks. Like a month of historic ranked mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, and you can still play it like regularly, like in the yeah. in the quick play. Yeah, it's like it's just that one of those things where it's like the, clearly they don't want it to step on standard, which I don't. Think and in it particular, would. well, I feel like launch. But the fact that they're technically lo- have to launch it at the same time as Throne of Eldraine, I kind of get why they're holding off with stuff to say like, we want the focus of people to be on this new set, in st- and this new standard, and then once people have played that for a bit, then yeah, we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna then it's... we're gonna then gonna beef up historic and get you to focus on that because you're tired of standard. Or whatever. Hopefully. It's like, I, well, because like for wizards, that's like the appeal of the older formats. Is for the hardcore players that want to be playing Magic all the time, they, but would get bored with standard not changing off quite often enough for mm-hmm. them. Uh, it's something else to do, but still playing Magic and being in that ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, I the uh, did you see the the, the comment about? Um, we want players to log in and think they're having fun. Our two-cost system is part of that. Like, that's a, that's a bad quote. That's a, that's like up there with sense of pride and accomplishment. I think, it's it's pretty gross. The whole the, double wild card thing. Like, I mean, they're try. It's yeah. They're the way they're thinking about it is they're trying to de incentivize new players from looking at that, st- from going to that stuff? Like, new players but I don't push them towards standard? I think there's that, there's like a natural gravitation to standard, though, isn't there? For new players? I mean, not if you're looking, just like, looking through the cards you could make, and you're like, ooh, I like this card. I guess. Like, if you don't, like, honest, I would say there's no push towards anything in particular for a new player necessarily. Like, a new player's not going to know what standard is necessary. It's like, oh, what are the cards in this game? Mm-hmm. 
I, I would I think suppose. I think they would actually just be lower information unless the game is pointing them in directions with signaling, such as these cards are cards you can build. I and guess. Play standard. I feel like these there has are more to expensive be and only play in this other format. I feel like there has to be a better way. I mean, yes. okay, they this... probably will go to a better way because everyone's complaining, and that's I'm... the way magic goes. I'm. <laughs> Is they they say the thing that is bad and then everyone complains about it and then they're like okay like we'll do a less bad thing yeah All I right, feel like I'm, it's some it it's gonna become like you spend gold and a, a wild card I feel like that's the I think it'll land game. in just a wild card it won't change okay I'm gonna. I'm going to throw something out as a as a base concept to work around. I don't necessarily think it's a great idea, maybe, but just in, in terms of, like, an alternative. So, from Wizards' perspective, they want new players to gravitate towards standard, right? Because yep. that's where they mm -hmm. make their and shit. Limited. That's it, th yeah, yeah, and that's classic. Like that's how it's always fucking been with paper magic, of course. Um, mm -hmm. And veteran players obviously want historic to be like fully supported, and th they are basically getting fucked over, or at the very least, feel like they are. Um, yeah, I think veteran players just want modern. <laughs> Like, I don't think no. anyone is married... Like, the thing is, no... No, like, no one's married to Historic as a thing. There's... Because no one's played it. I... I want to say yes and no. Uh, yes, in the sense that... I've seen a, a, a fair amount of people on Reddit... Who kind of are coming from the same place I was. Where, yeah, Historic is going to be standard for, like, the next year or two. But we want to be a part of it evolving and blah 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 and all that shit but reddit is also a really small user base <laughs> like you have a hundred thousand people bitching about something that what what was the statistic like what was their player base like three million players like mm -hmm. reddit is a very small portion of that and how many of those people don't even know any of this stuff is even coming or going yeah, nope. on Again, I would say most people wouldn't don't care wouldn't care about the format. They just would want to play their cards. Yeah. But as a way to as a as an alternative idea for I, I guess the people well, I'm who saying are I don't upset. think there's anyone that's passionate like the number of people that are passionate about historic is going to be fucking minuscule in any way. Like a bigger problem with historic is like it ha how are they gonna? How is it gonna become a thing that matters? Yeah. So apparently they do have like sets in, like worked out in arena, like going back to Shadows Over Innistrad. Uh, they don't have Shadows Over. They didn't have Shadows Over Innistrad finished, but that's it's like partially done or something. I think that's like where they started. Okay. With with development, but they weren't building full sets. They were just building cards stuff yeah yeah so they have they have work done going back that mm -hmm. far i guess so what would you say if they announced that like there was some sort of i guess for lack of a better term like a historic 
a historic player registration thing, like a one-time fee of like five or ten dollars or something, which kind of sounds gross to suggest, but like, no, that's terrible. Really? Is that, is that bad? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, you're yeah, gating like it. it. I don't want to like. <laughs> it's it's that's no good. I think you're crazy. I'm just like in terms of like compared to uh, double wild card costs. Well, that's the thing. I think I don't think there's some necessarily something wrong with saying older cards cost a little bit more to di disincentivize to make sure that new players are encouraged to buy the new cards, so that they they so that someone new's coming in feels like they're not they're like getting rewarded for playing the new stuff. Like, they're not going to see it as, like, a tax. They're going to see it as, oh, these cards are cheaper. This is the deal. Yeah. Um, no, I, I understand what they want for the new player to think, but, like, but what fucking happens when I, I just need think, to craft a mythic? I just think the problem is their, uh, their, their system is... Their units that they're working with are too fucking big. One yeah. mythic wild card is too big to then add on another mythic wild card. Yes. Yeah. So that the the calibration there is just off, because like saying two wild cards for commons that would be whatever, but for rares and mythics that's fucking brutal. Yeah. Well, it, it's oh honestly it's brutal to an extent, because I don't know I have a lot of cards. <laughs> If if you've if you've been if you're if you're a player who's been playing arena, yeah, you probably have the good cards you want. In theory, <laughs> in theory, like maybe yeah. something some weird deck will. I mean, it's the problem with arena in general is like, if you want to play some offbeat deck, the price is weirdly the the super high one compared to just building the good thing that uses the good cards. Yeah is like a much safer proposition so people actually gravitate towards well and even more competitive strategies just yeah it's easier well, I, or I, it's like less expensive in the weird uh all rares and mythics are created equal world mm -hmm. well even for you know i had the little screenshot of like decks that i could build now that i have some wild cards mm -hmm. um I looked through every, almost, I think every single deck that had black in it was running between the main board and sideboard, like, um, at least three copies of Noxious Grasp. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, like, I'm just gonna make four of these because it's running fucking everything now, it looks like. Or, uh, funny enough, Legion's End. Um, I had never even, like, seen it until I started looking at these lists, and I don't think I've seen more than two of it. Or most decks will, like, have two in the main board, or one in main, one in side, or two side, or whatever. And I have two yeah. of them already, so, just coincidentally, so, like, I don't need to make two more of those. But I'm looking yeah. for stuff that overlaps, in a way, because if I can spend wild cards on shit that's in multiple decks, that's great. That's, yeah. you know, I have that option then. Yeah. But. Yeah, so. Legion's End is the interesting thing, because, like, that wasn't seeing play until Field of the Dead took off. And then Legion's End turned out to be one of the cleaner answers for a board full of tokens. 
Mm -hmm. So then it became like a staple. So that's like the the fear of the long-term player who's been getting cards and then wants to play historic going forward. It's like going to be annoying when some weird thing happens in the meta and this card that didn't matter before is suddenly something you yeah you desperately want. I mean, but, like how many times is that going to happen? Dude, compared to like how your your collection I don't know. That's why I want to drop like a one-time fee a one-time thing of like 500 bucks. Like I think for for that my seems like a lot, honestly. I don't think you need to do. No, it's overkill. I just don't think there are that many cards. It's 500 is overkill. I think at the if I if I was starting from zero, like if I just started the game today, it would be close yeah. to 500. But for my collection stats, it, it's probably closer to one or two. Even yeah. I I drop my money on. I mean that that's the yeah that's the the crazy thing about arena is like you're playing. Someone who's playing it all the time and just spent money on the stuff. Like, I kind of have... Yeah. Like, there, there's always cards I don't have or whatever. There's always, like, the next thing. But that's mm-hmm. mostly because I want to build, like, literally every deck. Yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> like, all I Like, if you just want to so have one, one deck, it's which is, like, you know, how I generally uh, live my magic life previously is having one good deck... Well, if I was playing, and that being a burn deck where nothing's expensive, like it's just so much. Well, Hank, about that, my one deck was Neo Niv. How's that been going lately? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Neo Niv is going. It's, I, it's fine. It's still fine, but it's, it's not bad, as good yeah. as it was. It, it, oh, it's, it's rough. It's real bad in the meta. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my really my one deck in this would be Mono Blue because that. Mono blue's been pretty nice. It's like the cheapest thing. Yeah, I would. Well, I would build mono and yeah, and burn was weirdly kind of expensive in certain ways. But I would probably my two decks would probably be cheap burn and mono blue, mm-hmm. like if I were playing Magic Online or whatever. Yeah. No, the um, I I spent like the throwing money at the game recently. That was like. My my makeup for missing, um, the the M twenty pre order yeah yeah, and the fucking difference that makes honestly, like just opening those packs and it's like instantaneously four four uh, mythic rare cards like I think it was what what I say like ten ten or eleven rares and then commons yeah. and uncommons along with the shit that you actually open like it's kind of ridiculous mm. how how much that puts you ahead and it's not yeah it's it's, it's not nice that bad. you get to play magic with cards yeah and it's not like it's fun I still remember when and this is like the the thing that I point to or like if I'm explaining to somebody just very quickly what it feels like. You know, there was this card I really liked. It was really cool. It was something called Hydroid Crisis. And it was great. Loved playing with it. Looked up the price in, in paper one day. 38 per card is what it, like, peaked at. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I just crafted four of them immediately. And it was yeah. said and done. Because that was, like, the card for that set. And it yeah. ate all the value of a box. So, like... 
If you wanted to build anything else in that set, or buy any other card, like a single, yeah, not that expensive. That one <laughs> card was like the whole... That was your box, basically. Mm-hmm. No, like, oh, was your... overall, I'm still... Yeah. I'm still very happy with Arena and, like, the, the decisions that they've generally been making. Like, there's little shit no. here and there, but... I mean, yeah, no. My my big thing is, though, just generally about what I want from Historic. Mm -hmm. Like, I want Historic to replace Modern, because Modern is too expensive. And it's, like, it's dumb how expensive Modern is. Like, yeah. they unbanned Stoneforge Mystic, and... Stoneforge Mystic and all those equipment are ridiculous. Like, yeah, right all now. the swords and all that shit. It's yeah. just all terrible. Yep. No, like, it's... Like, they, they unbanning that stuff without reprinting it. Like, at least they, they unbanned Jace, they reprinted him. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still fucking... It's not a good situation. That guard's still $100, but... I don't I... know. I'm I'm still in a I'm in a weird spot about that. I think even more so than the 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 two two wild card thing. Like in terms of bringing um bringing like staples or shit like brainstorm mm -hmm. into arena and it's it's like the worst because I I read something like when we talked a bit about it in chat and like you made some good points, and then, like, other people on Reddit have said stuff that's similar and, like, good points about why it's cool that these cards are coming in and how they'll be fun for the format and all that shit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I agree with that. I can, I can see that. And then someone else comes in and they're like, yo, this is really fucking dumb, and I just kind of want to play with historic cards instead of, like, staples from formats that have already been solved or whatever shit that they happen to be saying. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. I don't know how I feel I about know. it. I mean, my big thing is, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really bored with standard. Yep. No, I've that's played fair. with these cards a lot, and just letting this formatting like they have to get more cards into this thing into this pool yeah like if it's gonna be a okay fun, like, hear me out though a fun thing i just need more cards Fucking... like i would be fine if they bring in you know you just dump alan kent and kaladish theoretically but like even with building with the one wild card thing that's a fucking lot mm -hmm. and if they were, like, business-wise, if they were backfilling sets, I would probably just buy, like, pre-orders for backfill sets and be less interested in standard. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, if they were doing, if they were actually backfilling correctly and well, like, it actually would kill my interest in standard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, would, I would be less interested if I could just focus on historic so i i get what they're what they're where they're coming from also you know i just like powerful artifacts so i just want kaladish in that game i just want to do the dub broken artifact thing Ugh. personally man 
Uh, what was I? Oh, um, I don't know. How I mean, I would be. Like... I want them to put vintage in this game, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd that be, be that would be great. Just put be Power like Nine a... into historic. There, there we go. They're your cards. They're your backfilling. <laughs> Ancestral Recall. Boom. Christ. That's disgusting. <laughs> Could you imagine that as like a one-off event, though? Like, just randomly, it's like <laughs> pre-con vintage decks. <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, man. Just do... I mean, do Vintage Cube. <laughs> Fucking... It's great. There are people who have been like they do that on know, MTGO. Probably. They do phantom yeah, yeah. draft stuff. Cubes are very popular. It's like the most it's like the thing that actually keeps MTGO going are cubes. Someone someone said that they were upset enough with how they're handling historic that they were going to stop playing arena, stop playing paper, build their cube and then like that's the only magic they would do. I, a, who are they playing with? <laughs> and B, that's fine. Like, live your yeah. life. If you're, yeah. if you have a group to play the cube you want to play all the time with, that sounds fine. But I mean, I don't know. At some point, that gets old. Like, yeah. part of the fun of Magic is like all the different ways you can play it. Mm-hmm. Also, that doesn't sound like Commander to me. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> This doesn't sound like multiplayer free-for-all magic, which is actually my favorite form of magic, so... Yeah. No, that's, like, the one thing I wish... With Brawl, I oh, wish we were like, getting multiplayer. That's the that's the tragedy, is that MTGO has four-player, but Arena won't. That's why we got Tabletop. Yeah. But imagine if we could... I mean, you can't even do that on FGTO, but imagine if you could just do multiplayer queues, Ben. Imagine if we could just do what? Multiplayer queues. You just jump into a queue and you're playing a free-for-all four-player game. Oh, uh, that'd be imagine. pretty good. It'd actually it's also, be... It's also a nightmare. Because <laughs> you're, if you're just playing against, like, competitive multiplayer decks all the uh, time. Yeah, I guess. But, like, how perfect would that be on, on Arena, though? You just turn off, uh, you just turn off the fucking emoticons or whatever and the phrases. Mm -hmm. You just enjoy life. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, I mean, having it, talking to people is the worst part of Magic. Easily. Yeah, <laughs> Look, I've played a little bit of Commander on MTGO. It's fun. It's fine. It's not, you know. Hanging out with your friends and playing a board game or whatever, but you know it's still yeah. an interesting play experience. Mm -hmm. It's kind of different, but it's still good. Not the same as playing a, a an eight man game of EDH in a Taco Bell on a Tuesday at two a.m., but it's something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm excited. It, it feels good to be excited about magic again. <laughs> like, in a in a way that's not just commander. Because as you said, like part of the fun of magic is how many different ways you can play it. And for a long time, it was like, 
well, I have Commander, and I have these decks that I never play, and then I draft, mm -hmm. and that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Like, Arena Lit makes magic something you can just play. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's pretty great, because it's... Well, it's also good, because they actually hired a team to balance standards, so standards been way better than it was previously. Yeah. From what I can tell. I don't know. And when when did that come on? Did that did that start with... Uh... Jesus, what would that have been? started with Dominaria. What? Technically, Dominaria is their first play design set. Was I, I forget, and it's terrible that I've forgotten this. Did Dominaria come before or after Ixod? It was after, right? After, right. yes. Yeah, okay. So some <laughs> of the people that became the play design team worked, helped on Ixalan, but mm -hmm. the play design team itself wasn't fully formed yeah and developing the set from start to finish till dominaria mm. it's like i don't know Ixalan like felt and fine. so so like, like this standard this standard with all the sets in it was the first standard with all the cards in it that play design had fully developed like yeah when they were they when we were in the earlier parts of the beta and kaladesh and uh amonkhet blocks were in this like they hadn't completely sculpted that format and that was mm -hmm. they just made some of the sets or whatever no it's and all been as thought out it's because Ixalan, nice. Ixalan had the, the issue of just them tapping down and being less complicated and ending up kind of boring because of Kaladesh was too crazy yeah which is like really how magic used to work is they would just like cycle around of like, oh, so it's getting crazier and crazier up fucking went too far. Everything's broken. And then <laughs> a hard crash and like where they bring it back to basics and like, oh, the power level gets scaled way down. And then people who are franchise players are like, fuck this. Why are these cards all bad? Yeah. No, and I like remember with player, um, like only limited players are like happy with it. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. No, dra <laughs> drafting for uh, drafting for Ixalan was fucking great. Swing out, don't block unless you absolutely fucking have to, <laughs> and then just swing out again. <laughs> Keep doing it. Yeah. Play your two two that gives all your things plus one plus one. <laughs> No, regardless of what color you're in. Okay. Yeah. There was some good and then times. fucking War of the Spark comes, and it's like, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot he has a Narset. Oh, no. Dude. I forgot he has a... Yeah. I forgot what fucking Tamiyo's static ability is, because that card already seems too good with just its activated abilities. Fucking... But also, Thought Erasure does nothing against them now. Whoops. Man. The amount of shit that people just forget, <laughs> or like... I I yeah. love an arena that you can watch people hover over things. Like, yes. They look at their no. own thing. They look at the so, thing you just played. <laughs> yeah. 
I like the most wrong take I've ever heard about Arena was people early on who are like, I don't think they should show you what your opponent's hovering. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm like, you're super wrong. It's so good. The um, like when you see them hovering your card because they are reading it because I mean, they made a mistake. I don't. I think uh, ultimately, I I I, I I like the hovering, but it gives I, you I understand. Just like it feels bad if you're like of another Shit, person. I want to see without, what this like, card actually, does without having to like leave the you know, game, seeing them. But I don't want to alert them potentially like, to what to I'm thinking of, and then they, you know, they win or do whatever stupid thing. Um, which Better is like, there. you know, just I look it up you. on your phone or something, I guess, but no, it's, it's absolutely worth it when you play something dumb and they don't know what happened yeah. and you get to watch and be confused. Mm -hmm. Ale of Summer yeah. has been, uh, has been my culprit for that lately. Mm. Like, I guess people haven't encountered it quite enough. Or they just don't expect it out of a mono green deck for some reason. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Oh. Uh, my favorite is still Collision Colossus for getting people. Collision <laughs> Colossus is so good. It's so good. Just, nobody plays around it. Yeah. And no, you weren't cool. you weren't fucking around when you said that. <laughs> Like, <laughs> nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. They just, just, they just don't, they don't get it. They don't put it together. I think. Or if they do, they don't know what else to do other than just block. Yeah. Um, even with the, what is it, six damage to target flying creature? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even that, like, sometimes, I remember some dude, uh... I had been sitting on, like, three of them for the entire game. Just weren't useful. Mm -hmm. The dude finally popped down a Nicol Bolas Ravager. Mm -hmm. I destroyed it. He yeah. popped down, I think, a different dragon of some sort. I destroyed it. <laughs> and then he popped out, like, he, he was looking for a while and, like, looked in the graveyard and shit. The whole nine yards. Popped down the, another uh, Ravager. Like... This guy couldn't possibly have three of this terrible card, right? <laughs> Wrong, bitch. That card's then, great. Then the concede happened. Oh, it's really good. It's pretty good. It's pretty great. Do you still do you still run it in mono red? Like, did you did it make uh, uh make it into the? I guess the new version. I don't I I don't know what versions of mono red you have or version. Well, I finally crafted goblin chain whirlers so I could actually build like cuz part of one of the reasons I built that first version is like I don't want to build I don't want to spend rare wild cards. Yeah. Those things yeah. are valuable. So I <laughs> built a version that didn't use most of the rares, but now I have all of them. So I actually just have two. I do have two versions. I have the version that the version that has less rares and still runs it. And then I have just... I built, like, the version that people play. Yeah. Just because I wanted to actually play with it. And I don't run it in that one. So I could. But... I don't know, like, 99% of the... I could find the... a... 
what's the yeah. what's the what's the one that people run mainly right now? I have the I have the what is it? Cavalclave? Cattle? Cattle? Cavalclave? Cattleclade? Cavalclade? A one one? What? The, the thing where you swing out with one ones? That strategy? Is that oh. is that the go to mono red right now, or is it still more of like a burn deck? I think the burn deck is still the the go to. Okay. I think they just st they do play Chandra Acolyte of Flame, but yeah, makes sense. Or not? Like some of them do, some of them don't. I don't know. Yeah, but the, the clearly the hottest tech is that sweet, sweet unbanning of Rampaging Ferocidon. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! The hottest in tech. Someone was talking about how that, that would that I haven't built yet. I oh no, I did, but like it was, it's legal in MTGO, but not legal in in Arena yet for whatever reason. So it's like they unbanned it, but it wasn't actually unbanned yet, or something. At least last time I was playing red. I mean, I have enough to to build John Dinos, and I'm very tempted. <laughs> mm. That deck seems fun. It does. I love it also Dinos. Seems like one that's going away and like going away or going historic. No, that's fair. Yeah, and if I craft them now. <laughs> I won't be able to afford it in about okay. a month. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the cards I don't have for it are a lot of them are the new cards. So, mm. I think I'm missing like everything from it. I, I didn't. I like started up again part of the way through Dominaria. So Ixalan block is where I'm missing most of my shit. Ixalan and Dominaria are rough for me. Ugh, fucking deck limit. I hate it. Yeah, they need to fix that. With Historic and Brawl coming, they need to fix that shit. Give us folders and let us have, like, a thousand decks per folder. <laughs> Something nice and simple. Okay. Oh, nope, not what I wanted to do. Alright, let's see how many cards from Gen Dinos I'm missing. What what are the key cards? I'm missing Commune with the Dinosaurs. What the which fuck? Is common, so I should probably have that. <laughs> Why do you not have it? I don't so have any easy. of them. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I haven't built a dino deck. Oh, I'm missing three Ripjaw Raptors. I'm missing three Regisaur Alphas. And this stupid deck thing can't understand that I have different Galtas. Mm. I technically have five Galtas. Because <laughs> I have three of the one from the event with the, the different art and then two. Right. I don't. Do you remember? Do you remember what event that was? Um, No. Cause I know it exists. Like I remember it vaguely, but yeah. I don't have the. I did. I never got the the art. I never. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever it was, I was frustrated enough with it that I said fuck it, and I just didn't bother. It was before they did the thing where 
it was the thing where you would get kicked out if you had a certain number of losses you had to get so you had to yeah have a certain win rate rather than the way they do it now where you just have to win a certain number Mm -hmm. so that's why i didn't get all four yeah also partly because like most basically every deck that's playing galta is only playing three Mm -hmm. like it's not actually a card people play four of so three was fine yeah i'm just missing i'm missing three marauding raptors uh one rotting regisar four rip draws and three regisar alphas the thing I need to spend wild cards on before historic changes are there's a couple of Ixalan lands I don't have four of, I think. There's a lot I don't have four of. <laughs> yeah. I was being... I mean, that's what I was spending my wild cards on was getting lands for a while. Are you... How many do you have? Do you know? Of the... Let's, let's look. Rare. Let's look at rare lands. And take Galta out of the search. <laughs> Where are my Galta? So it's gonna land? be easier. <laughs> it's gonna be easier to go over the ones I'm missing. I'm missing two Dragon Skull Summits. I'm missing th- three Sun Petal Groves. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm missing. Yeah, I have four of everything else except I don't have four of all the the scry lands, which I'm are yeah, gonna be yeah important as soon as rotation happens. Man, I'm debating if I want to drop. I have eleven rares, and I'm like half tempted to just drop them on that. Like I it's mean, been it, either a deck or doing that. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like, do I want something I can actually play with? Or do probably. I want... Probably. Probably you want something you can actually play with. Yeah. And I mean, like, for that uh-huh. deck, I would probably do the lands with it. Yeah, yeah. In case I wanted to just do historic or something. Mm-hmm. Like vampires. Yeah. Man, the freaking... The Kethis combo deck, though. I just need fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs> like it's absurd. Yeah, that one I wouldn't have been able I wouldn't have been nearly as close if I hadn't built like the uh the combo deck that is similar, the uh the Teshar combo deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like I, I need... that's where I got my my two Urza's ruinous blasts and my Mox Ambers for that deck. It's also like fr- like the, the the times I feel the most frustrated about not having cards have been like I had these in the beta before the white. Oh yeah, and yep. then I'm I never built them because it's like I played that, and I don't need to play that again. Right, I don't need to rebuild. I can re buy other stuff and build different decks or whatever mm-hmm. it's like well, i have like none of the vampire stuff because i the vampires was the first deck i built in the beta yeah but mox ambers was like tragic because it was part of my actual favorite deck <laughs> but but not but i have them i spent all those mythics on that bad card <laughs> 
that's like super essential for certain broken combos. Yeah. Well, that's what people have said too. Like that card is either junk or broken as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, yeah, that Kethis deck is weird. Like the first couple times I played it, I definitely lost just because I didn't actually understand how it worked. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't like. I just I also did the dumb thing of just building the deck and not reading about how the combo actually worked. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Because it's reading it's one of those combos that that like technically you're not guaranteed to win mm. or like keep resolving but yeah it's not infinite or whatever it's not a loop necessarily yeah or not a yeah. automatic loop well like because you have to keep activating kethis's ability to cast stuff from your graveyard by exiling legendary things mm -hmm. like you have to keep applying that. it's not like oh for the turn you can cast uh historic cards from your graveyard like a legendary stuff from your graveyard. It's you activate it, exile two things, and then everything that's currently in your graveyard. So, so you're like your loop is you do that, then you play all your Mox Ambers for mana, and that triggers your diligent excavator or what or whatever to mill yourself so that you have more food for your Kethis to then do it again and get your Mox Ambers back, and then maybe like you you're either like. Then off that, you're like looping Fibblethips, or you're looping Teferis, or you're looping Ashiox. <laughs> like, yeah. Be like any one of these things. Mm hmm Or you're like Ashioking. Like, the craziest... <laughs> Ashiok is such a nuts card, because... I love Ashiok You so can much. target either player for the mill, but it always exiles your opponent's graveyard. Yep. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I mill myself, and then your library gets exiled. Like, what? <laughs> the first time I realized that was how that worked, I was like, oh. Yeah, no, it's that's... ridiculous. <laughs> what? Man. All I'm saying, though, is probably build Narsets. Because that card is super broken in old formats. So, the better the card pool is, the better that card is, generally. Like, Parter of Veils? Yeah. yeah. Uncommon? There's only Uncommon. Yep. Yeah, I got that. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. It's just funny, like, how many good blue three mana planeswalkers there were in For the Spark. <laughs> Between that, like... The Sahili one doesn't see play just because... Not because it's bad, it's just there are too many other good ones. Mm -hmm. Between Teferi and Narset and, to a lesser extent, Ashiok. But really, Teferi and Narset are like the two. Yeah. Oh, Teferi is... Well, that's what people have been saying for Brawl. Because Brawl rules, you can use a Planeswalker as your commander. And everyone's like oh. so excited for all the Teferi decks. Gonna be great. I don't think Tef 
Barry will be the... Uh, oh, it, I don't uh, think he'll be that great. And if he yeah. is, people will just react by shitting on him. Well, the problem is, like, the the answer to the Teferi... The best answer to a Teferi control deck in this card pool is Teferi Time Reveler. Yeah. It's your own Teferi. Like, that was... It was the secret to the Niv Mizzet deck is like, I need to beat control. Oh, I'll play Teferi. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Hell yeah. GG. Yeah. It's funny how, like, that deck was so much more effective when I had things I was. I know. It's maybe I just haven't rebuilt it correctly. Because mm. the reason it worked, it was so hard targeting two specific styles. It was targeting burn, and, like, I have to beat burn. I have to be able to beat burn, and I have to be able to beat hard control. Yes. Yeah. No, I, re I remember that. And, like, <laughs> I don't have... It's not like... I, my deck isn't built for, like, I have to be able to build beat Field of the Dead. I have to be able to beat Grixis Control. I have to be able to beat... Kethis combo. Although I, I haven't even really seen that many other people playing Kethis combo. That, that I haven't encountered rank. it yet. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Yeah. Man. It's just like you're you're kind of just like at a point you just it's just one of those decks where earlier than a normal deck you're like oh i just win <laughs> it's it i mean it, the the it, again it actually the deck reminds me of is like uh nexus of fate yeah or you're just like oh i've just reached this point i just win i'm just casting nexus of fates now you let me get to seven mana with our wilderness reclamation the game's over <laughs> mm -hmm. or whatever Anyway, like I've resolved, I've resolved at Kethis. I've milled, I have stuff <laughs> in my graveyard. It's Here we go. Yeah. yeah. The best part is people recognize what, people who, you can tell the difference between people who know what the combo is and people who don't. Mm -hmm. like people that sit there and make you do, do all the stuff and people who just instantly can see. <laughs> it's like, have you seen this loop before? Yes, no. All right. But yeah, I think that's the podcast. We've talked for as long as the movie yeah, watches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, we knew the risks. I mean, I specifically said it would, it would probably go longer if we started I mean, yeah, we yeah. absolutely could. Uh, so you can email us at saltcirclepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter. At Soul Circle Podcast, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Salt Circle Podcast, and you can find me on Twitter at Comic Panels, and our episodes are hosted at anchor.fm slash Salt Circle. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at B underscore LP. Neat. Yeah. Can't wait for next week's magic episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. God next help week us. will not be a magic episode. We'll do something else next week. You say that. It's a mystery. You say that.
Yeah, I still don't know what movie we're watching. <laughs> At all. Maybe I'll change it. Maybe I'll change it and you'll never, I'll never know. know. Well, no, I'll, I, if the time is different. If you change it to I one with the exact right. same time. Now I just find a movie with the same time. It was an hour right, and 22 minutes. Project. Minutes.